702, Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. All right, we have uh, we have some big things going on here. Pima County Supervisor Steve Christie says a sales tax is needed to help pay for all of the roads to be fixed here in Pima County. Do you want another tax? Is it really needed? He makes his case. Allie Miller, another supervisor in studio with him, saying we don't need new tax. The money's already there, and she'll explain where it is. Maybe we can actually come to a solution. Wouldn't that be nice? Comes up in five. Here's the news. Hi, how's it going? It is uh, 7.07 on this Monday, October 16th. It's your morning ritual. With me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 792, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Uh, three things I think you need to know. Actually, this should be number one. Number one, this is not getting a lot of pub. I don't know why. I don't know how it's not. Um, ISIS getting its butt kicked. ISIS, apparently, story in the Jakarta Post that they're all dying. The mass graves now they're supposed to be in paradise. They're all dead six feet under. Good. Uh, and then apparently out there in Raqqa in Syria, that's like the stronghold. That was where all the leaders were, and apparently that's about to collapse for them. So he got some major winning going on. And, of course, I mean, why should they talk about that? And Trump's been in office for not even nine months. And all of a sudden, ISIS is getting destroyed. You know, it's all about sometimes just being smart and trying. So you have to sit back and say, what the hell was Obama doing? Like, what what in the hell was he doing all that the whole time? Anyway, so we have that. Uh, second thing that I think you need to know, and this is another big one right here. Um, DACA recipients. There was a story last week about a DACA recipient um, who murdered an 18-year-old. Murdered an 18-year-old. He was in school with a DACA guy. There you go. How about that background check, huh? Now we have two DACA recipients getting arrested for trying to smuggle in illegal aliens. Are you kidding me right now? Are you? Well, no, I'm not, actually. So you have that. Third thing that I think you need to know, I think this is a big one, at least for you. We can do a couple of celebs. One, George Lopez apparently uh, hosting a juvenile diabetes uh, fundraiser, decided to make jokes about Trump when he got booed, started telling the people that paid between 5000 and a hundred grand for a table, started uh, telling them, well, you know what, I apologize for your white privilege. I mean, he's really batting a 1000 there. He actually was the MC, but was escorted out. And a local TV person out there in Denver had to take over the MC duties. And then, of course, you have Jimmy Kimmel. We just played it. I'll put both videos. I have the Jimmy Kimmel up right now at KNST.com. Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, uh, basically started laughing when he was asked by uh, on, a, on a CBS Sunday morning show. So are you scared about losing Republican viewership? Your numbers are going down. Yeah, I know they're going down. Oh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. I mean, these people are nuts. They're crazy. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, now, this is huge, and I want to thank uh, uh, both of you for coming down in here. Uh, in studio, we have uh, Pima County Supervisors, Steve Christie and Allie Miller. Good morning. Good morning. morning. Uh, the other three would never, ever come on this show. By the way, no update uh, about anything when it comes to uh, Supervisor uh, Richard Dick Elias. He's, he does like to be called Dick for short. Uh, anyway, it's that, that doesn't be Anyway, uh, talking about trying to make bad jokes about Border Patrol being racist. He, we played the audio a million times on this show. Nothing about from the local media, anybody that is sitting, an elected supervisor saying if he drives north of River Road because he has brown skin, Border Patrol will pull him over. And I find that to be disgusting. disgusting. I know he's listening. Uh, Richard, if you want to uh, say anything about that, you're more than welcome to call in or come down here as well. 
Uh, and if I'm getting your name wrong, you could always correct that, too. People call me all kinds of different things. Uh, but thank you guys for coming in. Uh, some news was made last week, and, and Allie's been fighting this fight for a bunch of years, and Steve, you're fighting the fight, too. Uh, and we have two Republican, the, the only two Republican supervisors uh, on the, the supervisory board, and you both want to get the roads fixed, which right. is fair. We, uh, it's what everybody wants. Everybody just talks about the roads. We need roads. The roads are horrible here. And it's $800 million to a $1 billion estimated worth to, to fix it. Is that about right? Depending on the day. You get a different number every time oh, a memo man. comes out. Man. But it's, it's that's for all of Pima County. Yeah, all, yeah exactly. Yeah. All of Pima mm-hmm. County. So uh, let's start with Steve. Steve did a big speech down in Green Valley. And you said that uh, you think the best way to do it, because the, the, you guys, well, you guys didn't do it, is on a party line vote, a property tax uh, has been increased in Pima County to help try to collect about 19, 20 million bucks a year to fix the roads, which would take about a million years at that rate to fix it, considering it's maybe worth a billion dollars of, of, of fixing that what needs to happen. So you said, Steve, we need a sales tax. We need a sales tax. We can do it, and it'll take it sunset after 10 years. And it can raise about seventy-five mil a year or so, and after about ten years or so, we should we should basically have the roads fixed. That's your idea, right? Well, that's a simpler version of it. But basically, uh, what we need to do, I feel, is to address our roads now before they continue to de- deteriorate to the point that we can't fix them, or fixing them would be way too complicated and and too expensive. But a the property tax for road repair, uh, and you could see it coming when it was presented. Uh, was not even going to come anywhere near near close to addressing our road repair needs. $18 million, and people are on several committees and, and several supervisorial districts are twisting themselves up into pretzels to try to figure out how to, how to handle $18 million when our problem is close to a billion. So obviously the property uh, tax was not an effective means of uh, addressing our road is- issue, and it was putting a, a, an additional burden on property owners with an additional tax. So my plan calls for uh, increasing the uh, county sales tax by a half a cent to uh, accumulate enough money quickly enough to, f- to uh, adequately and effectively address our roads uh, situation in a, in a timely manner. I'm throwing 10 years out there uh, as just a, a something uh, as a point of discussion. It can be sooner than that. It can be later than that. It can be on an annual basis for review. Uh, but certainly, I feel any kind of tax should have a sunset uh, limit on it. So, oh, yeah. well, okay, so that that's what you want to do, and you want it managed, if I re- if I know correctly. And before then, we get to Ali's response by, by the RTA, and, right? And, and at this particular juncture, instead of the well, when all the money is accumulated through the sales tax, it should be directed solely and singularly to the Regional Transportation Authority for administration and development of a, of a road repair plan. Okay, uh, and and that's what you want to do. And here's the thing, just. If I'm ballparking, the budget for Pima County is what one point two eight billion dollars. Okay, so one point two eight billion dollars, and you want to have the sales tax and raise it about what seventy five million? Is that about right? Somewhere between seventy five to ninety million dollars a is year. That okay, um, you know, and, and Allie says, and this is her view, and she's gone over this and done this for years and years and years. And you know, before this, she had basically four Democrats on the supervisory board. You, you're helping her. Uh, nobody wanted to look into it and go line by line in that budget. I have to think that $1.28 billion, you can find $75 million, $80 million a year that you could reallocate to actually fixing the roads, no? Well, first of all, last fiscal year, we got $84 million back from the state that is for vehicle license tax and gas tax. That money is supposed to go to road repair. Where's it it's, going? Uh, it's going into the general fund, and a big portion of, of it is going to pay the salaries and overhead for the Department of Transportation, which that money was not meant to do that. 
what happened was he got Chuck got used to using that money to pay salaries and overhead and totally neglected the roads. Is that illegal? Can you just take money that's supposed to be it's the HERF funds too, right? Highway right. user revenue, revenue funds. funds. Um, is that illegal to take what's supposed to be used for that and then reallocate it to whatever you want as like a pet project? Unfortunately, the statutes do not have enforcement teeth, they do not have audit teeth, and they do not have any provisions, which is something I'm Lovely. working on with Mark Fincham. Um, he's going to work with me to run a bill next time to force them to spend the money on the roads. Because um, we're not the only entity, by the way, that's doing this. There's right. other smaller towns and counties in Arizona that do the same thing. They take the money to fix roads and use it for whatever they want. For example, city of Tucson got, I think, on average for the past 10 years, $60, 65000000 million a year. Where's wow. that going? Yes, this is what people don't know. Uh, you can go right to the tr uh, state treasurer's website and download this information. You can see exactly how much they're getting. And now they've passed a sales tax. Didn't they just recently pass yep. a sales tax? They've increased it. To yep. fix the roads. And they did do some good work when they got some money for roads. But the problem is, uh, and I agree with Steve, we need to fix the roads. We need to fix them fast, make it a priority. The issue is, I think it's just enabling Chuck Huckleberry to continue down the same road of wasteful spending and unnecessary spending. And Chuck's never met a pet project or a crony project that he doesn't want to fund with taxpayer money. Worldview is a good example. Yeah. There's 15 million that could have gone to roads. Um, you know, the HERF money, on and on. You know, there's all these projects that he continues to put money towards that we that are not a priority. And it gets down to the big thing for me is where are you going to prioritize your spending? Where are we in the biggest mess right now? It's our roads. Now, let me let me ask you this. And by the way, we have Allie Miller and Steve Christie in studio now on KNSD Game 790. If I remember correctly, going back a couple of years. Uh, there were like two straight years that I paid attention, maybe three or four years ago, in the budget, where it was only it was only five million every year that was actually allocated to fixing the roads. Right. Out of a one point two billion dollar budget. Five million dollars. Billion, and at that time it was on average for the past ten years prior to this last fiscal year, seventy seven million per year. Seven hundred and seventy million dollars came in for unincorporated Pima County in gas tax and herf. So, okay, so $84 million in her funds. Where does that go? Where does that go? Where does that go? That's, you know, so... He's paying off bond debt, $19 That's what it is, the 97 bond, right? The 97 bond, which are supposed to go for road widenings and, uh -huh. and new roads only. It's not going for road repair. And when that was put on the ballot, the thing the voters, you know, they really need to look at what they're voting for. I know I probably voted for it, but I didn't see it's paid for with her revenue and did anyone even know what that meant back then yeah no Nobody no did. so a big chunk of it's going there and another chunk of it 27 million is going into the general fund chuck says he doesn't have to even spend that on roads and then really and then the rest you know you get a little bit for pothole repair but the rest uh i think it's around 42 million dollars a year for salaries and overhead for the department of transportation the director of the Department of Transportation got right up in the board meeting and said 97% of my budget is funded with HERF and VLT revenue. So I, I got your idea. I, I know what your heart's in the right place. I mean, you want to fix the roads. You want it to happen. Do you just find it impossible then? Is the money there in your mind? Do we, you know, you and Allie could sit down. Do you think that you just, it's not worth it because you can't get the other three Democrats on your side well, to go line by line to figure out where they can get the money? Supervisor Miller has been a consistent and, and – uh, a fearless leader uh, of an advocate of um, prioritizing and reprioritizing county spending. And I'm going to continue to stand with her as I have for the last 10 months on trying to change the priorities of our 
spending and expenditures in the county government. Um, clearly, uh, with all of her um, activities pointing out these items that she does so effectively, uh, they still are being conducted in such a manner. And, and I have to look at the kind of the realistic situation here that um, it's been going on for a number of years. It's going on right now as far as the priorities and, and the fact that they need to be changed. Uh, and I don't see following down that pathway, which is a very important pathway and should be followed simultaneously. But at the end of the day, I don't see it immediately getting to fixing our roads. And that's where uh, I feel that my plan is the most effective to do just that. Certainly, uh, uh, Supervisor Miller and I will continue uh, to try to uh, redirect and reprioritize the spending of Pima County and to, to, to try to change the culture of spending. But when it comes to fixing roads, that doesn't seem to be something that uh, we are able to find a pathway to fixing our roads. And, that, and that's why I'm in favor of the sales tax, because it's something that is kind of a, of a, a Switzerland type of a, of a nature. Everybody appreciates and respects the RTA. They uh, passed a, a terrific audit uh, recently through the State Auditor General, got a clean bill of health, 11 years, uh, almost 1,000 projects of expansion and, and ca increased capacity. Um, every, every facet of Pima County has been affected by, by their operation, everything from the Twin Peaks Interchange uh, to the Houghton Road Corridor to uh, the Tank of Verde expansion, and now we're seeing the Grant Road expansion. So the public, the community, has faith and trust in the RTA, and they will have the confidence of knowing that 99% uh, of all monies generated by the tax revenue um, will go to roads. Uh, and I, f I feel that is going to be the most successful, effective, efficient way to address our roads right now. And at the same time, we can continue with our efforts to try to reprioritize not only the spending of Pima County, but how the HERF uh, uh, distribution system is, is worked up in Phoenix. That takes a legislative uh, uh, work. Uh, we're not very successful with getting the legislature to see things our way. So that could take time and time that we really don't have and our roads don't have. Okay. Uh, we're going to have more. Uh, stay with me if you don't mind. We'll come back in five. Uh, I want to find out uh, what Allie thinks of this. And again, her idea, because she has a website where she actually is going through, right? 30 days, mm -hmm. you, where, how, where to find the money to actually fix this. We'll get into that. And then, I, you know, and I want to get Steve's answer, too, because the one thing over the weekend, I got a bunch of emails from people and Facebook messages and tweets. People are saying, you know, if the money's there, I don't want another tax. Like, I, I, you know, so I want you to, you know, talk to people and answer their question when they go, if we know the money's there. Why, why are you white flag? I know you say this, this is the, the best in a, the solution. You kind of just answer that in a way, but they just really want to know. Why am I getting told i got to pay a tax again when the money's already there? There's got to be better ways. So we'll get to all that coming up in 5. Allie Miller, Steve Christie in studio on KNST AIM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. All right, 728. 720, thank you for hanging out. Uh, Allie Miller and Steve Christie, both Pima County supervisors in studio right now. Uh, and, and we were just talking. It really is sad that, uh, I mean, we can agree to disagree on things. And I put myself out there every single day. If I'm wrong, you can call up and tell me. It's live radio. It happens. Uh, it's really a shame. It, it goes to show how the other, and I didn't extend the invitation, but they knew this was happening, and they're more than welcome on any time. Sharon Bronson and Valadez and Elias, they're more than welcome to come here and actually give their opinions on how to fix the roads, but they have no answers. They have no opinions. They do whatever Chuck wants them to do. And it's, you know, they know where the radio, at least Sharon knows where the radio station is, because right across the street she drove into that wash of water. And, uh, and you know, I mean, that she, is she do, should she follow any instructional videos? Because I bet if the Pima County employee drove into a wash wouldn't they like have to like go through some kind of training again or something like that 
Sharon Brown drives a county taxpayer-funded vehicle into a wall of water. Right into a wash. Just sets women back 50 years when it comes to their driving. No offense. <laughs> and, and, and nothing ever happened. Nothing happened. No, no. Uh, it, Did it, she get another stupid, car? The stupid motorist law. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. I, don't, I think she's driving her personal vehicle now, which I think all supervisors should do, and I know Supervisor Christie and I do, because this is another burden on the taxpayers, yep. right, that we really don't need. Mm-hmm. And um, she was driving a taxpayer-funded yes, vehicle was. at that time. And, and the stupid motorist law, you know, they, they arrest people and they charge people. But Sharon Bronson wasn't charged. Nope, she was and not. It's a double standard. We're going to get to your answer in a couple of minutes. Okay. Uh, probably, I just want to, Steve, people emailing me still, calling, you name it. Why do we need, in, in, as quickly as you can, you're talking to them. Why, the money is there. Why do we need another tax? The money may be there, and uh, it may be something, again, as I, as I said earlier, that we should be con- consistently and continually pursuing to try to find ways within our own budget to uh, address our road needs with the money that's there. I don't see that as a pathway for immediate results in fixing our roads. When I've been on uh, uh, my tours uh, of uh, town halls the last month through my district, the number one issue that is presented to me by the uh, by the constituents is fix our roads. Do you ever do you ever look at the other supervisors and say, "Can we just come to a, an agreement to fix the roads? Can we can we just look at this money to do you ever say anything to him like that? No, it's, it's really tough to do anything of that nature. Uh, first of all, it, it, they don't seem to be open to it. And second of all... Um, Is it like against it, any laws or yeah, rules? You, you can't just open, get up no, there and be like... You have open meeting laws and things where you can't really uh, kind of gather information about oh each other and things of that nature. Or you can't just look at them and go, all right, Ramon, Valdez, let's figure this out. You Because you got to do it in public and stuff like that. There's nothing, though. You can't just... No, they're not going to fix the road. And as long as Chuck Huckleberry is there, the roads aren't going to get fixed. It's about priorities, right? And there is no law against using general fund money to fix the roads. That's amazing to me. And that would benefit everyone. Yes. uh, In this community. And it would bring economic development. It would make people, when they come here, they're going, oh, this is a really nice place. Great weather. Let's stay. But when they see the roads, it's just a turnoff. And getting back to... um, Supervisor Christie's point that that the will isn't there to use the existing monies to fix the roads and, you know, the half-cent sales tax. As long as Chuck Huckleberry is there, I don't trust him. He lied right to my face and told me that supervisors were going to have authority over how these property tax tax monies were going to be spent. The next day, nope, it's got to be governed by committee. We get a committee of people who do not understand the roads and don't understand all the nuances. And, you know, the RTA funds, when they come into Pima County, Chuck skims 15% right off the top. I assume that's where the other 3% of the salaries and overheads for the county budget for transportation comes from. And as far as the RTA, I'm not sure people are going to reauthorize the RTA Number one, they just gave $10 million, uh, moved $10 million out to the new, you know, where Worldview is, that parkway. Well, Barney, I don't think that was the RTA. I think that was the, the Pima Association. Same board, right? Same, same board. board. Mm-hmm. Same board controlled by Chuck Huckleberry. So he took has money that stacked. To, to just take it out from the Thornydale area to fix roads, moved it out, or the Thornydale area overall. Thornydale has been on the capital yeah. improvement thing for uh, since 1997. And now they're saying we might spend a million more out there. That's ridiculous. Meaning There's that, all that, kinds where of where Worldview is. Yeah, where Thornydale. Oh, Thorny. 
Yeah, and they moved the $10 million. Okay. okay. They gave it to Worldview Parkway to do some widening out there. Why are we doing that instead of focusing on Thornydale, where all, there's at least five or six commercial developments that have been approved out there, but they're not building them? Why? Because the road is so bad. All right, we'll get to your solution coming up. 733, we'll continue in about 6. Don't you go anywhere. Allie Miller, Steve Christie in studio on KNST AM 792, Sounds Most Stimulating Talk. Here's Fox. More thrills than navigating through a minefield of potholes on a Tucson street. Or at least you'll be just as pissed as hitting every pothole on a Tucson street. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Or County Road, 741 High. Uh, Pima County Supervisors Allie Miller and Steve Christie in studio with me. Um... I appreciate the time this morning, but let's face it, You're I welcome. don't want to insult you by calling you politicians, but let's face it, you have nothing else to do, so you can sit here on the radio, right? And that's right. I'm just, that's what I do. And it's, vote yes. Exactly. There you go. Uh, there's so much we need to talk about. I, I want to get right to it, uh, about roads. And again, Steve says, you know what? And I see both sides. I see, and people, listeners see both sides. Um, Steve gave a big speech out in Green Valley where he had to speak very, very loudly. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just kidding. They, shh, if I say it like this, they won't hear me saying the correct the jokes. Anyway, and, and he said, look, we, we need to have a sales tax uh, in Pima County, uh, and that will raise about 75 to $90 million over the next 10 years, sunset it, and that'll take care of the road problem because we have $800 million to $1 billion uh, uh, in, in damaged roads that need to be fixed. And if we have three Democrats, which there are, and you two Republicans, and Chuck Huckabee gets to call the shots as the administrator, it's never going to get fixed. And I see Allie's part. Which says the money's there. We have a $1.28 billion budget. But the frustrating thing is you can't get the other three uh, yahoos to actually go into the budget and say, let's find things that we don't need right now and reallocate the funds to actual road repair. And in the meantime, our roads continue to deteriorate and people go crazy and are screaming and fix our roads. Well, then this is where we need people to just rise up. How do these three people continue to stay elected? Elias and Bronson and uh, and the other one, uh, Valadez. I don't understand Because if you have an extra Republican on there, then you guys, the first day, I'm assuming the first day, you'd be like, Chuck, it's been nice, but pack your stuff. Here's the box. And that, if Mm -hmm. that ever happened, it'll be three years from now. Oh, because the next time there's an election is 2020. Correct. And then once that happens in November, then they stay in office till January, right? So January 2021, and right? And that's, uh, that's taking into consideration that uh, a Republican can win. Yeah. That's, um, you know, here's my message to the business leaders in this community that have finally awoken. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, we need to fix our road. You need to put pressure on the other three supervisors to remove Chuck Huckleberry. Number one, I don't trust him. None of the people trust him. If we give him this sales tax, we give it to the RTA. We know who controls the RTA. Chuck has complete control over there. He's got the votes. He just got $10 million moved down to um, the Worldview Parkway to uh, widen that or do some widening out there. And then he now wants, guess what road he put to the front of the line? Rocking Cave, Diamond Ventures. Don Diamond. Yes. You know, I- he wants to borrow $15 million dollars and mortgage county buildings to fund that road. I was on the original Citizens Advisory Committee back in 2006 on the formation of the RTA. And I have to tell you, it was citizen-driven and a very open, very um, widely uh, disseminated process that gained citizens' approval because of its openness and transparency. And um, at that particular point, the way that it was formed and the way it's 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 constructed, the RTA and the PAG board are 
are basically advisory people. They have overall votes on, on ma major issues, but the day-to-day -day, um, uh, operation of RTA is done by staff. And they have done, I think, a tremendous job of being very open to all areas of Pima County, doing all types of projects throughout the county. And if anybody has a track record of independence and of uh, transparency, it's the RTA. So when Allie Miller says she, even though the RTA would oversee this, and he said 99% of all the sales tax revenue would go to fix the roads, 1% administrative costs. But Allie says she doesn't trust Chuck, and because Chuck oversees this and can, can the people that choose on the RTA board what gets done and not done, they listen to Chuck. Do you not have the same fears as Allie? I don't have the same fears on the RTA. Uh, the RTA is operated in a much different independent manner that is set apart from any other uh, en entity. No single entity has uh, jurisdiction over the RTA or control over the RTA in the manner of how projects are generated and what projects get done. And I know this from being a former chair of the RTA as well as the State Transportation Board. I, I know how they operate, and that's why my belief and my passion is that this is the best way for the roads to get fixed. 99% of all monies generated by this tax will go to roads if it's done through the RTA. Well, my issue with that is why did they just move the $10 million out to Worldview? Thornydale's been in line at least since 1997. That money gets moved out to Worldview. Now, who has influence there? Chuck Huckleberry. And that's his pet project. And that speaks volumes. And then now Rocking K, the road for Rocking K development yeah. gets moved well, to the front of the this. line. Well, let's talk about There were like seven different props that were all voted down by the people of Pima County right. uh, a couple of years ago. And one of them was the money to build all these soccer fields because Chuck originally took, if you don't know, Chuck Huckleberry, the Pima County Administrator, by the way, the second highest paid administrator in the country, only yep. behind Los Angeles County, which is insane to me. Yes. It's more than the, the, the Maricopa County, you name it. Uh, Chuck wanted to, uh, he took money that was supposed to be road repair money and used that to, to buy land across from Keno Stadium. Right. Because he wanted to build this massive soccer industrial complex, soccer fields everywhere. People complained he put the money back to use some other money somewhere to, to then buy it. But he, and he said, all right, we need to do this. It'll bring in money, all this other stuff. Put it on a prop. People voted it down overwhelmingly. We don't want to pay tens of millions of dollars for all these soccer stadiums. And that's one of the... Yeah, that, was, said, that was on the bond issue. Right. I'm sorry, the bond issue. I'm sorry, the bond right. issue. And you said that, uh, Allie, that he is doing it anyway now. Yes, he has already built the courthouse that people said no to, and that was estimated at $25 million, and he's doing it on these master agreements, so you can't track the costs. But he estimated that at $25 million, he's got it built, and he now has in, in budgeted $5 million to do the memorial. Um, and the, uh, the I don't know if you remember. But, but he's, the, building, he's building the soccer fields, too? He wants to yes, get money to do that? Yes, the soccer fields are $18.6 million, and we also already spent about $10 million on the land for it. So we can always find money for all of his pet projects. And these are the soccer fields, right? No one wants to go down there to Keno Stadium. This is where it training. is, and he yeah, wants to build a road under the freeway. And this just underscores my belief that the best way is to is to put it over into the RTA so it's independently handled and administered. So then but why do you think then, then uh, that Chuck had the power to influence to take RTA money away from the Thorningdale area and put it to the worldview? How can he do that? Well, I, at this, I don't have uh, a reasoning behind it because uh, I, I wasn't involved in the actual decision, and I don't know. Um, there's... The mayor of Marana, the mayor of Oro Valley, the mayor of South Tucson, the city of Tucson, uh, the, the tribes, all of them made that decision together. And uh, I 
would imagine that they all have their reasoning behind it. And, and it would be interesting, I think, to find out what actually motivated them, motivated them to allow that to happen and to make that, that vote. So who's, who is the RTA answerable to? Who could call, can you guys call them in? Who, who are they answerable to? To the people. They were authorized by uh, the people Just the people, of the community. nobody else. Nobody else no. oversees them. No, no one oversees them. They, I uh, want that job. I don't oversee you know, And I'm not saying the RTA's done a terrible job, but mm. this decision right here just made me not trust, wait a minute. How did this happen? Was and and I, you know, you look at the the mayor of the city of Tucson. You have the mayor of South Tucson. You have two tribal leaders right there alone. Ramon Valadez. There's five people that I believe are going to vote along party lines with what Chuck Huckleberry wants. He has great influence over them. We have contracts, IGAs with them, and he has. Big I don't. Influence I don't think any those of those people. jurisdictions, uh, since they are all members of the RTA, I don't think any of them would. Uh, be critical of the job that the RTA has done in their in their districts and, and in their jurisdictions and in the county as well. I think they're very happy with the, the manner of how all the RTA uh, projects have been prosecuted. And so the only people that aren't happy I, though are the ones up in the Thornydale area well, that haven't I, received anything. Well, I think we're getting kind of off track. Yeah. Is this isn't about bashing the RTA? No, no. I'm just questioning this one. It just Can shows. Can we trust me. them with more of our money? Right. Or is Chuck an influence saying, you know what? I, when he was raised for that, but let's look that. at an 11-year track record of almost a thousand jobs and uh, projects completed, and everybody's benefiting from them through well, every corner. Can, of the can town. you can you guys hang out? Because sure. I have more time. Again, uh, politicians, you don't know what else to do. Yeah, money, just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. So yeah, I want to keep this in the 8 o'clock hour because I want to find out again from Allie has a way, she says, to actually get the roads fixed. It's kind of like this. She has a website. We'll talk about it also where she actually has all this money that is that can be used. You're up to $206 million already mm-hmm. in nine days to, to find money to actually get uh, roads fixed. We'll get to that coming up. 751 KNST AIM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. <laughs> All right, 756. Garrett Lewis with you right here on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Listen, if you have any questions, by the way, uh, just bother Ryan, 880-KNST, 880-567. It can be questions about anything in life, too. No, and you can hit me up on Twitter, at Garrett Lewis, on Facebook. Email me, Garrett at KNST.com. We're going to continue with Allie and Steve uh, in about 10 minutes. Don't go anywhere. Here's Rush. 802 Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM 792, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Allie Miller, Steve Christie, Pima County Supervisor, still here. We're going to get Allie's plan. Uh, to actually pay for it, fix the roads in detail. And she's been doing this for a bunch of years. Wait till you hear when she first she first got elected. She felt like a giant slush fund full of money that Chuck was using. Wait till you hear about that story. It's coming up in five. Here's the news. Oh, yeah. It's on. Hi. It's Monday, October 16th. Garrett Lewis with you. It's your morning ritual on KNST AM 792 Sons. Most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, Number one, and this is a big deal, ISIS. ISIS is losing bigly. It took Trump not even nine months. There are stories coming out all over the place. Not getting a lot of media attention, though, on the televisions. I mean, USA Today had this story. The uh, very popular Jakarta Post had a story about how there are now mass graves. Nothing but mass graves. Yes, mass graves when it comes to, uh, well, where ISIS guys are now. They were supposed to have paradise and a whole bunch of, you know, whatever they do. Now they're all buried, which is awesome. And in Syria, Raqqa is basically about to collapse. Uh, and it's about to, the ISIS leaders, they're getting killed every damn day, which is awesome. That's a huge thing, man. ISIS is on the run, big time. We are killing them. We are getting rid of them. 
You just got to try. Second thing that I think you need to know, a couple of DAC recipients get busted trying to smuggle illegal aliens into this country. Oh, yeah. They must have passed that awesome background check. The DAC Give them all amnesty. Oh, yeah, just do it. Uh, third thing I think you need to know, uh, George Lopez emceeing a juvenile diabetes event in Denver uh, starts to crack Trump jokes, gets booed off the stage, then he attacks the people for booing him for their white privilege. And uh, not only is he escorted a boot off the stage, they escorted him out. He was supposed to be the MC and had to be taken over by a local TV person there to do all the uh, the festivities after that. Of course, his people deny that he was only there for four minutes. Sure, right? Because that's what he does. He shows up for four minutes, and then of course on the video they're like, "What? You guys? You have a card of what's coming up next? What can I announce next?" That's what an MC does. Uh, three things I think you need to know. Now we have uh, Pima County Supervisor Steve Christie, Pima County Supervisor Ali Miller in studio. The two Republicans of the five, and by the way, and I, I know the other three are listening. I mean, they know, they're obviously listening. Uh, you're welcome on the show anytime. If you could tell me that I've been wrong or we've been wrong in any way whatsoever, please let me know. Garrett at KNST.com, 880-KNST. You know where the station is at Oracle and Fort Lowell. You're more than welcome to come down. Again, Sharon, it's right across the street from where you drove into the wash during the monsoon and you ruined a taxpayer-funded car. So does she have a driver now? Should she have lost her license? Did her rates go up? <laughs> I don't know if uh-huh. they went up or not. But. Uh-huh. So really quick, before we get into even uh, more good stuff, because there's all these, I mean, the, the the stories will make your head spin as to what actually happens with your money, which is why you need to vote these people out, because then they could fire Chuck Huckleberry, which appears to be the only way out of this, because I see both sides of this. I agree with Allie Miller, and she says we don't need a new uh, tax to fix the roads. The money's already there. We have to have the political will. And I know Steve Christie shares the political will to do it. To go line by line through the budget and find seventy-five, eighty, ninety million a year uh, from a one point two eight billion dollar budget to to reallocate that and, and fix the roads. Uh, but Steve's frustrated, just like you and me, and he says we need to have a sales tax because that's the only way to fix the roads. It'll raise seventy-five to ninety million a year. Sunset after ten years. RTA runs it, not Chuck Huckleberry. I get I get Allie's upset and worried, worried that Chuck will have influence over the RTA board to divert where the projects are uh, and where the money is being used to where it'll be spent. Really. I get all that, and I know, and I know Steve, you're saying it's we have three Democrats and two Republicans, so it's hard to do this. They need a five to zero vote, though, to make this happen. You want to repeal the property tax, which was a party line vote, and you need a five to zero vote to raise a sales tax. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's even going to happen, though? I think if there's enough discussion and vetting, and and my whole approach to this is I'm putting my road plan out there, and I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna make sure there's adequate time uh, to have uh, hearings, to have discussion to have public uh, um, uh, analysis of this. I, I think that this is a stepping stone and a model that can be utilized to finally come together with something that we could give immediate attention to our roads, and we need to fix our roads and fix them now. So I'm not casting anything in stone here, but I think the three fundamental objectives of my road plan, uh, uh, repealing the property tax, enacting a sales tax, and having the RTA administrated, are the foundation that we can build on things. You know, we, we have to remember uh, Supervisor Miller during the campaign was the first one, if not the only one, that came out without her, without, with her own road, road plan. And I'm supposed to be the road guy. I didn't even come out with one. So I'm, I'm encouraging Supervisor Miller to take part in that discussion where we can look at all of the aspects and all of the details of trying to formulate a, an immediately and the uh, other three as well. And the other three as well. I welcome their input. I want their input. I'd like to have them here tonight, to this morning to talk about it. But this we're going to do that at the board meeting. And this way we can at least have that discussion and think, get things rolling to fix our roads and roads now. 
all of the other areas that, that we've been talking about, most of them, if not all of them, are very valid ways that we need to continue the discussion on that level. But it, at the end of the day, it's still not addressing our road crisis now. And um, that's what I, my plan is trying to do. One, one question I keep getting over and over, and I, and I just got another email pop up. What's your plan on securing the money from the sales tax increase so it is allocated to road repairs only? Put it in, in the ordinance. Put it in, the, in, my, in my plan. That, that, that detail is enacted in there, and that it has to be followed exactly to that level. Okay. So that's how that happens. Now, Allie... Uh, again, th this is the type of thing that we yes. need to talk about to and get you want the, Again, the other three. You have Allie in here. And by the way, the other media are gonna, in town are going to try to make it that you and Allie hate each other now because <laughs> you, you, you don't see eye to eye on this one particular I'm plan. I'm not going to let any discussion on any plan, particularly <laughs> a road plan, come between Supervisor Miller and myself. Mm -hmm. We've done too many things together for the last 10 months. Uh, I look at her not only as a, a political friend, but a personal friend. And certainly we're having a, a very open and robust discussion, and I encourage her to continue that with me and the other supervisors, all of us together, to try to come up with a road plan that will address the road to get them fixed and fixed now. So that, that's what's supposed to happen. And real quick, when you, can we, I think we could talk about it, when you go to a talk to the other three supervisors, the three Democrats, Sharon Bronson, uh, Dick Elias, and, and I, I know his name is Richard, but we don't have a lot of time on four hours, so I have to call him by his one syllable. I don't have time to call him Richard, so we call him Dick. And, and can you get a soundbite ready, Ron, if you don't mind, um, and, and the other, Ramon Valdez. Whenever you go to talk to them about certain things, um, they only bring up Allie, right? Well, that, that certainly is a topic of discussion. I can't uh, deny that. But you have to be very careful. Uh, I have to be very careful on two levels. One is the open meeting laws. I can't, okay. I can't go around and poll and yes. coerce people. My fellow supervisors. The second thing is I've got to yeah. get five votes. Yes. And the real politic of this whole thing is that I need to bring them on board yeah. rather than push them away. Well, do you and feel that's like what that, my you, whole plan is. Do you feel like they, they will actually work with you or no matter what, they just don't want to work with Allie? I, I, see, after living here for all these years seeing this, that's what it, you know, Allie could say two plus two is four and the sky is blue and they're going to disagree with it. That's why I, I'm. Get out in an open forum in the public square and putting it on the agenda for tomorrow's board meeting for discussion. And that, that's when we'll really see how serious everybody is on the board to do something about fixing our roads, which is what my plan is all about, fixing the roads and fixing them as soon as we I, can. I don't want to be negative, but if you pull this off, then Trump has to send you to Israel. Because I think then you <laughs> could get peace between the Jews and the Palestinians. You, f you forget my family's so <laughs> ramblers. So we <laughs> <laughs> All right, Allie, your, your idea to fix the road is to basically, again, look at the budget that's existing. We've got to look at the existing budget. And yes. if you look, I did put out a road plan, and I'm really looking forward to seeing Supervisor Christie's road plan, the details of it, because I haven't seen that yet. But the plan I put out, first of all, we've got to, we've got to prove to the taxpayers that we can manage their money. So we need to bring in, I started out in the plan that I put out last year, $20 million a year out of that $84 million, the 77 the prior 10 years. Mm. Bring in $20 million a year and then stop issuing bonds and then start, um, you know, showing them that we're fiscally responsible with our money. And I think once we do that, I think we're going to get a lot more support. But right now, I can tell you, my opponent ran on this exact plan, and I beat him by 15 points in yeah. my district. 
and the people in this community are fed up with being taxed and it's the easy solution right always go back on the taxpayers and let's not put the pressure on chuck huckleberry i think we need to get the business community to come out and put pressure on the supervisors to remove chuck huckleberry get someone in there that is going to look for the solutions and work with us on a solution that's what it is the business but the owners the main difference of the plan that you pointed out that your opponent brought up it did not include having the rta administrator I don't know if he did or not. I certainly, my plan had it going into the RTA because I believe they are the most trustworthy, but I didn't raise taxes. I was going to take half of the existing uh, sales tax they have. Well, but, but that's the biggest thing is people are saying, what can we do? And I guess the business community, I just don't get this, but there's two sides. The business community can look at this and say, if we have better roads, it's better for our business. I, right? I, it's I'm better amazed in, in this hasn't ways. come up before. But is it because that we only have a few really powerful business leaders that seem to grease the skids and grease the wheel? And that's why Don Diamond's getting the, the county. All of a sudden, his project, his development is going to get $15 million to, uh, to pave the roads out there for his development. It's you, moved you, to the you, top of the you line. You talk to someone like Bruce Wright at the Tech Center and, and, and other folks who are dealing with cor- corporations and corporate moves and things of this nature. And there's two issues that they always bring up when they're talking about coming to, to Pima County. One is roads as the number one. The second was, is education. We can't on the board do too much about education, but we, we sure as hell can do something about roads. And that's why I feel that this is the most effective way to address our road, roads needs now and make sure that 99 cents out of every dollar goes to the roads. So who is this, Bruce Wright? Mm-hmm. And he's where over at the, the U of A Tech, the Center. Tech Center? Okay, down, okay. The old IBM right. Tech yeah. Park that yeah, no longer left. is on yeah. the tax roll. Yeah. So, so he knows. They all know that this affects business. Why haven't business owners and business leaders galvanized? And, you know, what can you guys, can they, can they contact you? Can you say, you know, feel, feel safe. Don't think that Huckleberry is going to mess with you or your life. You know, get back, you know, get behind Steve Christie and Allie Miller, and we can get this big movement to say well, these people are ruining everything. They here. know that there is going to be retaliation if they come out. I have so many people come to me and say, you know, I agree with you 100%, but I can't come out and say it because I'll never get another project passed in Pima County. And So that's what it is. So Huckleberry Wheels is Power says, if you yes. do what I don't like, you are going to not get approval process from whatever I But I, but I do want. know that the business community and the business organizations – their number one priority, regardless of, of all the other machinations that go on in the county, their number one priority is fixing the roads. Yeah, but if they don't if they don't speak out, it's never going to get fixed. They can say it till they're blue in the face. These well, are the same guys that know? support the same people on that board of supervisors every election. Yeah. Go back and look at the campaign finance reports. These are the same people who suddenly the roads are a problem for. They've been supporting Sharon Bronson, Ramon Valadez, Richard Elias all these years. And now they're going to say, we need to get the roads fixed. I'm sorry. These are the people that have caused the problem. So why not let some people like you and me prioritize the spending in Pima County? Let's put pressure to get rid of Chuck Huckleberry. They put pressure to keep electing these people, and now suddenly it's a crisis. On your website, AllieMillerDistrict1.com, you have 30-day challenge to try to figure out how to get the money to to fix the roads, right? And you are now at uh, nine days and have uh, found $206 million. For her fund, $84 million. Worldview balloons, $17 plus million. The rocking uh, KCFD, the arterial, arterial road for Don Diamond's development, $15 million. Kino Sports Complex, uh, $18.6 million, even though the voters voted that down in the bond proposition. Um, old courthouse renovations. Voters said no to this. Huckleberry went ahead anyway, $25 yes. million for that. 
100,000 for the American Airlines bailout. Kino Sports Complex, 8.75 million. Uh, Kino Sports Complex soccer fields, 1.3 million in interest. County photovoltaic energy facilities, 36 million. The county's going to spend $36 million on solar panels. That's coming up on Tuesday's agenda. Tomorrow morning we'll be voting on it. And yes, we always have money for all of these other projects. And it gets down to the prioritization of money, spending. And we've got to put some things on the back burner. We should have put this courthouse on the back burner. We should have fixed our roads. But people want, you know, everybody wants their pet project passed. Everybody wants these little things passed. Now we're working on more soccer fields. Wait a second. Hang on. $36 million. So the, the county's job is to literally fix that. That's why the county's there, to do mm-hmm. things like fix the roads. Infrastructure. Yeah, infrastructure. And instead of using that $36 million to fix the roads, they're going to buy solar panels to try to what? Claim that's going to save taxpayers money to put the panels to offset the energy costs of county buildings? Yes. And from oh what I understand, <laughs> I've looked at it briefly. I've got to get into the details, but it really doesn't break even over time. No, so this it, is the thing that people for a need home, to understand. It's fine, but, but for this, it, it never does because they last 25 years, 20, 25 years, and you got to replace them after that. It costs that much money to replace them over and over. And over. We went over this when Obama did the stimulus back in 09. He did it. He, he signed the stimulus bill uh, in front of a, 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 a building that was covered in solar panels, and they said, this is what we need. And in the meantime, mm-hmm. all of these things are coming forward before the board, all these projects, yeah. all these issues. And nothing is going to fixing the roads. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't look like anything will be going to fix the roads. And that's why it needs to be a, a countywide sales tax diverted to the RTA for administration so we can have something that can make a difference right away. This theoretically could be enacted tomorrow. It just takes five votes. Okay, people are, people are calling you. Hang on, and we're going to get to this coming back. We got into the $28 million that you randomly found when you first got on the board that Chuck seemed to be hiding, mm-hmm. uh, Chuck Huckleberry, the county administrator. Uh, people want to know what the RTA actually does. And since you were instrumental in that, we'll get to that as well. And then I want to find out more about the idea that the county is now a safe space for people. Uh, because except we all this, yeah, except for you and me too. I don't think I'd get any, <laughs> anything there. So we'll get to that coming up. 822, we'll be back in five. Uh, Allie Miller and Steve Christie in studio on KNST. Getting to work and realizing you know more than everyone else feels good. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. 828, thank you for hanging out. Uh, continuing with Pima County Supervisors, Steve Christie and Allie Miller in studio. And this will all, if you missed any of it, Ryan will put it all up at, uh, can't, well, on my iHeartRadio channel. We'll do it there, right? Yeah. Uh, I download the iHeartRadio app. It's free. It's easy. Search Garrett Lewis or go to iHeartRadio.com. Search Garrett Lewis, the entire show, uh, this entire interview. And it's been long, but I think it's been good. Uh, if it wasn't good, I wouldn't be doing it. No offense. That's just <laughs> the way it is. It's my job. It's just taking calls and questions, by the way, if you like to what? call in a oh, question. Oh, yeah. Ryan keeps putting stuff up, and yeah. I keep not reading it, but I swear <laughs> I'm going to. I swear I'm going to. Yeah. So real quick, when you first got there, uh, Allie, when you first were elected like, five years ago, mm-hmm. um, you actually found a random like $28 million. Explain right. that real quick. Right. Um, we had like a few months to get this together, and I got a bunch of friends who have background in finance, a couple of CPAs, business leaders. Mm-hmm. And we analyzed the budget, and we found, uh, I think it was $24 million of non-medical consultants buried in all these various budgets. And so we asked the question, the next year, guess what there was zero of? Non-medical consultants. And so every year the money's moved around, and you're trying to find it. And, and it was probably a chunk of the uh, HERF and VLT that's been 
you know, Chuck's been accumulating to use so for his pet project. who projects. was getting paid for that? Like, wh- who, who got that $24 million? Well, it's a good question where to go. I think uh, as you look on my website, Didn't Alan go Miller, to the roads. District1.com, you well, can see where the was it illegal? Did Chuck going. just take that money and give it to buddies that claim to be doing things? Um, he had it in a category called non-medical consultants. And if you go to my website, you can I'm find out where these monies are going. I know. That's what everyone said. Yeah. What's a non-medical consultant? Um, just look in, just look in the, at the wasteful spending that I'm putting up on my website. How is that not illegal? How has this guy not done a perp walk yet? I mean, are you kidding you know, that, me at this the point? Way, the wasteful <laughs> spending thing is, is, is a real issue, I'm, I'm sure. But here again, we've identified wasteful spending like we've just heard, but none of that has been diverted to, to roads, and I don't see a pathway for that to be happening. But why would you give somebody that is diverting yeah. money more money yeah. to, to mess around with, and he's not going to get disciplined. He's not going to redirect HERF and VLT back to the roads once you pass a road tax. Be- because the RTA is the Regional Transportation Authority, created in 06, voters voted on it, uh, and there's there's seven votes, right? Seven votes. And, and you were talking about all it. the jurisdictions and the two tribes. The two tribes. You have Oro Valley, Marana, Marana, Sourita, South Tucson, City of Tucson, City of Tucson, and Pima, Pima County. Yeah. Okay. Is that eight? Am I, am I seven. Kind of seven. Seven. Okay. Sorry, I have too many. So and the original plan. So all you need is four. Four out of seven to get what you want done. Yeah. Yep. So you have Oro Valley and Satish Iremath plays ball with these guys. You have uh, Mayor Rothschild in Tucson. He plays ball. Uh, I'm assuming the tribes play ball. And then who's the county? Who represents the county? Ramon Valadez. He plays ball. It's five votes. And they then he votes four. They don't even switch South up Tucson. the representative from Pima County. Ramon has been on there the whole time that I've been there. You know, again, I, I see your plan, Steve. I see it's noble. But I just, it's hard to trust that because then all of a sudden, if, if all of a sudden Chuck goes, hey, let's move that money from that to that, and they go, okay, Chuck, four votes yes, three no, or five yay and two no, what do you do? That's well, the... the- Plan, the, the RTA is set up so you have a technical advisory committee made up of all the, the road uh, officials in each of the jurisdictions, and then you have a citizen's oversight committee that analyze and watch over all of the ex- expenditures and projects, and the two of them develop an annual plan of, of road repair, uh, excuse me, no road repair, but road expansion and improvement. And where it goes. And, and how it's the money spent. So who are those two people that oversee all that? Two people. Why did you say? Did you say there was a committee? Oh, it was hard. Yeah. Citizen, Citizen advisory committee, and who gets to be on that? You're appointed. By who? Um, you you can apply to the RTA for a position. So it's Chuck's guys get to pick who's on that. Yeah, exactly. He's got oh, the man. board majority. I, I, and end of the day, guess what? It should be the supervisors. We're the we're yeah, the ones I, I the people elect. You you were elected. And Why you, can't you guys pick and choose? You need that to stuff? be. Well, we shouldn't be governing by a committee. Yeah. The board of supervisors should be sitting on there, and we should be a part of and that. And I that's encourage the, the the tailor making of my plan to include the the points that Supervisor Miller is making about board of supervisor input and direction, and certainly that can be put into the enactment itself. And it is important that the that the supervisors have a say in what's what is actually going on with this tax money. And I fully endorse that and, and wholeheartedly support that as well. Well, I hope something happens. It's just tough. It's, it's got to be a five to zero vote to it, repeal the property tax and then enact this with all these rules. And, and you just know that they're not going to vote it. If it doesn't happen, the roads are going to continue yeah. to deteriorate no matter what money is spent where. And until well, we address that, people are going to go crazy. My wife, comes, uh, I come home at night. First thing my wife says to me is, have you fixed the roads yet? <laughs> and, and she told me that, and it's, it's so true because yeah. I hear it throughout my district, 
that the number one issue is just fix the well, roads. Well, then I blame the, the people in Pima County because they don't vote out these jackholes that continue to do the same stuff. The people in this community need to start calling yeah. the other three members of the Board of Supervisors yeah. and holding them accountable and pressuring them to get the money to the roads. Um, just putting another tax on this community where we have so much poverty and there are people living on the edge, as we all know, that just barely are staying in their homes and we're going to impose another tax on them. And I cannot support that. I will not support that. I can tell you that right now. So this is dead on arrival. Yes. As far as I'm concerned, it's dead on arrival. You put it out in the community and there's going to be people, for example, me, I, I could afford it. But guess what? There's a lot of people that can. And I start thinking about those people and all this wasteful spending we're doing, funding Worldview, all of these things that we've done. And I'm supposed to go back to them. Oh, you got to lose your home now or you you, you got to make a choice between feeding yourself or, or your kids. I mean, it's terrible. Well, unfortunately, you know, if that should happen and it, and it gets voted down in that manner, then I would suggest for all the boards, the supervisors on the board and all the all the uh, residents of Pima County to go outside their home, place of business of worship or wherever they they travel and take a good hard look at their roads today because that's the best condition that they're ever going to be in. Okay. That should not be when we have the money there to fix these roads and and people need to rise up and demand solutions. Hang on, we'll we'll continue because I also want to talk about, I mean, these are great arguments and I see both sides. Um, I want to continue with uh, just talking about this and talk about, you know, again, how you say... You guys were given the budget, and you couldn't even, you don't have time to even look through it to say this is bad, this is good. It's just given to you, and you vote on it, and that, this, this is a bunch of garbage. It's a bunch of garbage. We'll get to that. Uh, and the the, uh, uh, the Pima Community Facilities is now safe spaces. I, this is insane to me. We'll get to all that coming up. Allie Miller, Steve Christie in studio on KNST. Being informed unleashes a great feeling. Stimulation. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. At 844, thank you for hanging out. Allie Miller and Steve Christie, both supervisors in Pima County here in studio. Nobody else uh, ever wants to, nobody wants to be here. I'm not the meanest guy in the world. I just don't get it. I smell good. I shower. <laughs> you don't know, shave. bottled water. Yeah, I know. He I haven't shaved, but it's radio. Shh. Steve brought cookies. There you go. I mean, it looked, it's not bad. Shh, don't tell my wife that. Yeah, a cookie. Yeah, I know. Great. <laughs> real, real quick before you get a call, as fast as you can, because running out of time as briefly as you can. Can you guys? Can there something be radically done where you just eliminate the Department of Transportation or a cheaper way to do it instead of paying those guys all this money? Because a lot of the money, the her funds, everything goes toward uh, salaries and pensions and this and that. Couldn't you contract that work out? Is that possible? That's what we do. We contract the work out. So we have all these employees. Some of them go out and do, you know, fill potholes and that kind of thing, throw the stuff in the holes. But end of the day, what he's done is expanded the Department of Transportation headcount to the point where we're using a bulk of it for uh, salaries and overhead. That's where the money's going to fix the roads. So why do we have them? Because Chuck's just grown government? Yes, we need to look at our our head count. And if you look at the city of Tucson, they have a $1.3 billion budget. I believe they have 5,200 employees. We have a $1.2 billion budget with 7,300 employees, 7,200, 7,300 employees. I mean, that right there raises a red flag. Yeah. And if we're not fixing roads, city of Tucson is fixing some roads. We're not getting roads fixed. Why do we have almost 300 people in the Department of Transportation? It's a good question. Hang on one sec. Somebody has a question about this. Uh, Allison, welcome to KNST. Hello. Hi. Good morning. Morning. Um, My comment is a little bit more for Steve Christie. Um, Steve, I I like you. I think you're a smart businessman, but I, I don't understand 
you haven't really at all convinced me how raising the taxes and penalizing the citizens of Tucson um, and the county is going to help pay for the roads when it sounds like the real problem and always has been is Chuck Huckleberry. Well, so I've been hearing about him for a long time, and I, I know enough to know that I don't trust him. I don't trust him with the money he already has. I don't want to give him any more money, and, and I'm angry and irritated and frustrated at what he's already done with a lot of the money that should have gone to the roads. And I just want to know, how do we get him out? Because I think that sounds like the biggest part of the problem. Well, how we get him out, of course, is what um, uh, has been the problem as far as uh, three to two on the board. We need and, three Republicans. And uh, one more to vote him out. We, uh, Supervisor Miller and I both at the beginning of the year uh, did not vote to renew his contract. But this really speaks to my point about uh, the RTA being what I would consider something similar to Switzerland. Everybody has faith and trust and confidence in the RTA administrating this plan to fix our roads, and it puts it in a situation where it's the money will be isolated and watched over in a watchdog capacity by an independent organization whose sole purpose is to do road enhancement and mobility projects, and they have for 11 years. But the people that, that are on it, again, Mayor Oro Valley, Mayor uh, Saurita, Mayor South Tucson, Mayor Tucson, Ramon Valdez from Pima County, two tribes, seven overall. Uh, what if all of a sudden Chuck's like, yeah, screw these guys. You know, Steve wanted this. Allie, they think they won. I'm going to take that money, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, like to, like, like you said, diverting $15 million to, to Don Diamond's uh, venture that has on, uh, on the south side. What if that starts to happen? Well, How do we hold it, them accountable I think that? it would be really interesting to ask the board members that you just listed, listed off there yeah. their opinion about that kind of an issue. Is there that much control? Is there that much influence by any other jurisdiction, particularly Pima County, over their decisions? Um, I think some of them would probably take umbrage to the fact that uh, they would be even thought of as being manipulated in that manner. That's um, fine with me. I, May Rothschild and Satish Hiramath uh, want to call up and everybody else. I have no problem with I, that. I would encourage them to do that to, yeah. uh, because they need to answer those, uh, those charges as well. But... Uh, if we can get the money to an agency that can administrate it and make sure that practically all of it goes to roads and goes to roads now, we can finally get a hold of this problem that just gets worse every day. And, and the frustration factor of not only myself but my constituents and the members of residents of Pima County are just livid over our roads, and they are thirsting for a plan. And that's my whole premise behind this plan. It, Theoretically, if I could get the votes, it could be enacted tomorrow. Do you guys think that Huckleberry diverts road repair money to more friendlier districts and out of your guys' districts? Oh, absolutely. If you look at where the road money has been spent, District 1 pays 36% of the property taxes. And, and when I came into office, we had about 10% higher failed roads than any other district. Do you He's find that as well? I have, haven't seen it in my district. Okay. Um, um, it, it, it is just, un and they swept money out of District 1 to go down into District 4, and that is wrong. And the first thing that you said to me, Steve, was that Richard wants money for transit. So, you know, if he to get his vote, we're going to give him money for transit. Richard Elias you're talking about? Yeah. And, and what about paying back District 1 for that, the people who have paid the most property taxes who are, are you know, subsidizing other districts and, and all of these monies going down and, uh, you know, getting diverted. Mm -hmm. And I am not going to vote to enable Chuck Huckleberry to continue 
moving taxpayer money around to his pet projects is just not fair to the people. Again, this yeah. is my invitation I know, I know. to talk. Okay. Wait, if you want to get the money, hey, this well, show we, is we'll open forum for that. We'll be meeting tomorrow. Okay. Open forum for the show. They, they are more than welcome to come on and say, no, no, we're, we're cool with this and we'll be fine with it. And I'll, and I'll grill them and that's fine, but that, that'll be fair. Real quick also, safe spaces. The county months ago <laughs> said they're going to spend money on making county facilities a safe space by training county employees? Exactly. There's always money for other things. So they, if somebody comes in and they're offended by something, yes. whatever it or might feeling, be. Feeling, uh, threatened feeling threatened or bullied. Threatened. So they can find a, a county transportation worker who's supposed mm-hmm. to fill potholes yeah. and say, I feel threatened. And they're going to put down the shovel and say, okay, I got counseling on what I can do with you to make you feel better. Gee, this counseling is going to take several days. And, and uh, Supervisor Christie asked the question at the time, where are we going to get this money for training? And Sharon wouldn't answer. Because of Sharon um, Bronson's idea? Sharon Bronson. Well, oh. it was the three okay. of them. And they're putting labels on county buildings. And anybody that walks in needs to feel comfortable and be able to approach any worker. Oh. And Steve, you pressed her. Where, where are we getting these training yeah. funds? Oh, we already do it. No, wait a minute. You're getting more people trained in other areas to be able to deal with this. this. And what about once you bring these people into the building? What about the people that don't feel comfortable with them in, in sitting in the building. Yeah. What about me? I don't feel safe because the roads are terrible. And on top of that, Sharon Bronson drives on them. <laughs> and who knows where the hell she's going. <laughs> she's more than welcome on the show, by the way, as long as she takes like an Uber or a taxi here or something. Like, anyway, uh, listen, guys, I can't thank you enough. I want to do this again. I think it's great. People don't get this anywhere else in Pima County. And, and I'm glad you guys were able to come on. Sure. And for the dopes in the media that want to claim that you guys hate each other. No, no this, we don't they, hate each they other. They just have different ideas. And this is what and it's supposed again, to be about. It's you know, supposed to be. With, with her tenure on the board, yeah. uh, Supervisor's Miller tenure on the board, and her own road plan that she com- came up with over the campaign time, this is a perfect opportunity, and I'm reaching out to not only Supervisor Miller, but all the, uh, the supervisors to give input and insight into the feeling of how we can fix our roads yep. and fix them right yep. and fix them now. All right. Well, thank you guys for coming thank in. You. I appreciate it. All right. Uh, Allie Miller, district1.com is her website. Do you have a website where people can, you know, or uh, just our, our, this, our district fourth website. Okay. Pima.gov. And go to Allie's website. Cause you'll see all the money. She's every day, 30 day challenge, finding all the kinds of money to pay for the roads. that's already existing in the budget. So very cool. Good job on that. Allie. Okay. We'll continue in five on KNST.